enlightening, informative, sexy, and fun. Welcome to Looking for Love with your host, Dr. Lori Buckley. Dr. Lori will help you find the love you desire and show you how to have more love and passion in your life. Whether you're single, dating, in a relationship, married, or going through a breakup or divorce, Dr. Lori is here to help. This is Looking for Love, and here's your host, Dr. Lori Buckley. Welcome, this is Dr. Lori Buckley, and you are listening to Looking for Love. Today, we are going to be talking about the law of attraction. What is it? Can it help you find love? And if so, how? And I'm joined here today by my co-host, Mark Phelan. Hello, doctor. Hello, everybody. How are you doing? I am good. Good to be here as usual. Laws. Laws of attraction. I mean, let's just first talk about what it is. The law of attraction basically states that we attract what we desire or expect. And then, you know, there's some sayings, right? So where the focus goes, our energy flows, what we believe, we will achieve. And these things make sense. So... Well, some people think of the law of attraction as sort of this magical, airy-fairy concept, which, you know, I do think that there's some of that in there. It actually just makes a lot of sense. Isn't it one of those great little ambiguous things, too, that sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't? No, I would say it's a law. So it always works, but people sort of misunderstand how it works. And so we're going to be talking about that. I mean, I want to mention a quote that's actually on your website at Ventura Boulevard Studios dot com. Is that's that it? it? That's it. That's it. And and I love the quote on your website. To accomplish great things, we must not only act, but also dream. Not only plan, but also believe. And that's a quote by Anatole France. And he's a French poet and novelist. Absolutely. I love that quote. That's the reason it's there. And that's the law of attraction. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's really what it's saying. So if we don't believe something, if we can't even dream it, then we're not going to plan. So we have to believe something first. So I think a lot of people have a misunderstanding of the law of attraction. They think if they visualize something and and they imagine it is true and they visualize it, that that alone will get them that thing that they envision. It's not quite that simple. It's wishful thinking, it's fantasy, but you got to have some reality in there, right? You have to have action, right? Mm-hmm. And that's why we always have our action steps at the end of the show. So, I mean, another way to put it is that it's what we do that affects what we become and what we have. But before we do, we have to believe. And having that positive energy and that belief does really put us into some state of action. I mean, I can tell you that, again, from my personal experience, I have used I use it. And my knowledge, I know that the law of attraction works. And I've done some research before doing this show, and it does appear that most people actually do agree that it works, although not everyone agrees on exactly how or why. But you know, ultimately, I don't think it really matters why or how. If it works, it works, right? So today I want to talk about the logic of it, how you can use it to improve your life and attract love. And then listeners, you can decide for yourself if there's anything in it for you or if you really want to give it a try. Sure, there's no absolutes, but it's a great forum and policy to kind of put in your mind. Absolutely. I mean, have you utilized the skills or the practice of the law of attraction in your life? I kind of go with instinct a lot. Yeah, I mean, I think you you want to have a basic foundation, common sense. I could say uh, the laws of attraction, I'd like to attract a a 30-year-old woman with a trust fund, that doesn't mean it's going to happen. Well, that's exactly right. So just saying it or, or imagining it or wanting it does not make it happen. So it isn't magic, right? So again, it, it's really what your, what your thoughts are. So 
if your thoughts, I mean, and this is really kind of based a bit on the cognitive wheel. It's something used all the time in cognitive behavioral therapy. And we do know that that works. My favorite form of therapy, actually. It's very effective. I mean, it's, it's shown to be very effective. So if you believe that your thoughts affect your feelings, which, you know, you think about it, they do, right? Of course. If you are feeling sad, if you're feeling hopeless, if those are the emotions that you are feeling, so it can really start anywhere, right? Then what are your thoughts going to be? They're not going to be very positive. And then what are your actions going to be? Well, you'll probably lay in bed, eat ice cream, whatever, whatever you do when you're feeling in that down place. We could also start with the thoughts. If the thoughts are, oh, you know, all the good ones are taken, all the good men are taken, all the good women are taken, I'm never going to find love. And by the way, some of these thoughts are not always even conscious. Sometimes mm-hmm. subconsciously we, we, we get messages or we have these beliefs that we're not, we're not lovable. We're not worthy of love. And again, you know, there's so many thoughts that we have. Men are jerks, you know, women are horrible. There's just these negative thoughts that absolutely affect our feelings. And again, they do affect our behavior. So another way of saying that is our thoughts can be self-fulfilling. So if you believe those things that we talked about, why would you even bother? Like, why would you even bother to put yourself out there in the world and meet someone? And by the way, you're not going to be very attractive. Right. The distorted thinking, but in the South, we call that stinking thinking. Stinking thinking. I like it. Yeah, it's true. Um, You know, another really good example that I, I believe in, and I see it happening all the time. And this, you know, one of the reasons I want to do this show is to really just get people aware of what their limiting beliefs are, how it's holding them back, how it's stopping them from finding love. If you believe that passion dies after marriage or when you get older in a long-term relationship, well, then when that starts to happen, as it will, you're not going to do anything to keep it alive, right? So it's just, mm-hmm. you just accept that as fact, sure. accept it as truth, and that's where you live. And then, of course, it does happen, right? So when, when it starts to fade, when the passion starts to fade, you just accept it. You accept it as inevitable, and you live in, we'll just say, a passionless relationship or marriage. If you believe and know that a relationship over time can get hotter. It can, you know, just get better. Evolve into a higher plane. Exactly. More erotic, more close. All of the things that you want in your life, relationally, emotionally, sexually, you're going to do things that help create that. Because in fact, you do, again, need to have action. It's not just belief. It's not just thoughts. It has to be followed by the action. So that's really important. So when you're thinking about finding love, you know, we talked, we had a whole episode about obstacles that will stop you from finding love. And if you can first do that inventory, figure out what they are, clear those out and make space for some positivity and make some changes in your life, chances are that you're going to start doing things that are going to actually attract love, but it has to be real. You can't, you can't bullshit yourself. You can't fake it. Exactly. And if you feel like you're unattractive, what can you do to make yourself feel more attractive? I'm some, unfortunately, there again, we're in a very impatient society now where somebody joins a gym and a week later, I don't see anything. I haven't lost any weight. I had a heck with it. Let's get some ice cream. Right. That's a good point. There does take some patience, right? Mm. So, you know, again, the people who say, oh, the law of attraction, it didn't work or it doesn't work. There's a couple of things that could have gone wrong. One, they didn't have the patience. They didn't. And and then if you don't have faith, Mm -hmm. uh, there's a really good saying, what is it? Faith, not fear. So if you're living in fear and you don't have faith, 
it's not going to take long for you to give up. If you go to the gym, you know, like you said, for a week and you don't see any changes, you're fearful that it's not going to work or you're feeling uncomfortable. So you just say, screw it. But if you know, like truly know in your heart that you keep going, that the results will happen, you're not going to stop going. Yeah. The key word you just said was patience. Can you imagine somebody says, oh, love track doesn't work. You say, how do you know? How long has it been that you actually started applying those thought process or principles? Maybe it could be the next day. Exactly. Exactly. So there has to be faith, faith, not fear. And living in that place of faith, belief, and action is going to make all the difference. So some people think that they really have, they, they can say, well, no, I've, I've, I've been doing it for a year or two years and it's still not working. Again, I would check, are there some things that might be blocking it? Is there some negative energy, maybe not even totally conscious that belief isn't or faith isn't as solid as it needs to be? Because we do create our reality based on our beliefs. You know, if you believe that you can't make money, have the body you want or the partner you desire, that is going to be your reality. Exactly. And those things are very easily uh, negated every day because you look at eh, what's the point? I don't have to do it. It's never going to work. And you throw those negatives in for of any positive. Now, the positive has got that much harder to work just to get to back to plain even, Stephen. Exactly. So remember what we believe you know, we achieve, if we're in a negative state, that's what we attract. We attract negativity. And you know, when you meet people or, you know, you think of your friends, it's like, like attracts like, there's no doubt that if you're a positive, happy person, generally speaking, those are the people you are going to attract in your life, not just as romantic partners, but as friends. Exactly. Um, if you are successful, you're going to attract successful people in your life. So we really do want to be that person that we want to attract. If you want a loving, kind, passionate person, you need to be a kind and passionate person. There's another um, quote by, by Anatole France that I really like too. And it is, you learn to speak by speaking to study by studying, to run by running, to work by working. In just the same way, you learn to love by loving. So it's also that action, that action of being loving, doing that, practicing that makes you a loving person and it will attract a loving person. If you do develop a positive outlook, everything you do will then be positive. If I go to the gym for five minutes, that's five minutes that I wouldn't have done the day before. So that's a positive. Exactly. And the visualization part of the law of attraction is really important too, because we talk about belief, you know, it's not really linear. There's sort of this circular thing, like what comes first? Sometimes visualizing something, imagining how it feels. Let's just say you want to buy a new home. So maybe you cut out some magazine pictures of what that home's going to look like. You visualize yourself in that home. You feel the emotions of what it will feel like to be in that home. That will start to impact and enhance that belief. And therefore, when you believe it, again, you can achieve it and you're going to start doing some things differently. So the visualization part is really important. So it does affect the belief and the feelings. So the emotional piece is important too. So it's important not just to visualize it, but to imagine how it's going to feel as if you are already there. So if you're thinking of, you know, wanting to find your soulmate or your, or a partner, imagine that person in your life and how it's going to feel 
you know, to be laying in bed next to them, to be sharing a glass of wine with them, to be making love with them. Like picture it as if it's actually happening. And again, that is going to open up your heart. It's going to open up your belief and the possibilities and hopefully affect your behavior because that's ultimately what it's about. Remember, it's not enough to believe. You actually have to take action. And don't you think that it's really important to be realistic and you can do a reflective exercise where you kind of make a laundry list of your positives and negatives and then the negatives that you can work on, yeah. make those goals, but also consider the other person looking at you. Yes. Okay, if you find these things as negative, how can you turn them into positives? Because you're now fantasizing everything you just said about the, the wishful thinking of an, your partner, but you're thinking of them as completely positive. Of course, they're going to be attractive. Of course, they're going to be loving. Of course, they may consider it. You have to be that yourself. Absolutely. I love that you say that, say that. As a matter of fact, there's a wonderful book that I love. It's called The Soulmate Secret by Ariel Ford. And so if this interests you in any way, anybody who's listening, I highly recommend that book. She really does give you step-by-step steps that you can take, step-by-step steps. The other thing I really like about the book is there's a lot of true and inspiring stories that can help get you in that state of belief because it happens all the time. Uh, so she writes about a woman and she decided, you know, she was alone. She was looking for a soulmate. She was practicing practicing the law of attraction. And she decided to get creative. She was tired of being alone during the holidays. Uh, so what she did is um, one Christmas, she decided that she was going to basically think of, of herself as the person who was talking to her future mate. And she wanted to know what stories and experiences from my past do I look forward to sharing with my future mate? So what she did is she created this very special Christmas and she did all the things that she loved to do. You know, so whether it was going to a spa because she liked taking care of herself or, or doing something altruistic. So she did all these wonderful things knowing that she was going to be sharing these experiences in the near future with her partner. And then she made a scrapbook and the scrapbook she titled, What I Did for Christmas While I Was Waiting for You. So a couple of things about this I love. She made the most of her time being single. That gave her a lot of joy. And it also helped her attract a soulmate. So even if she wouldn't have attracted a soulmate, she is living a happier life. She's much more attractive. When we're sitting around waiting and we're like, oh, I can't, I'm not going to be happy until I find that person. And we're waiting for that person to save us then we're going to put out that energy. You know, it's like you can smell that, that neediness and that desperation. So there's a really great definition of mature love. So immature love is when we love somebody because we need them. Mature love is when we need somebody because we love them. So we don't want to be waiting for somebody to make us happy. We need to make our lives happy. And like you said, be that person that will attract the kind of person that we want which is so important. And there's another quote by Rollo May. Um, Self-love is not only necessary and good, it's a prerequisite for loving others. And I'll add, based on what we're talking about, it's also a prerequisite for others loving you. So loving yourself, being happy in your life is really, really important. It's almost like you're selling a product. You think of how, why do you respond to advertising? What do you see that's it's humor, it's flashy, it's a great price, whatever it is, start almost branding and marketing yourself in your mind that way as well. What would I have to do to have someone else give me a second look? And it's a question of putting yourself out there. If you're unfortunately in an environment where you maybe live or work in a very small area, you're exposed to only a handful of people every day, 
then it's up to you to put yourself out there. Start taking a music class, but don't take a private class. Take a group class. Yes. Those kind of things where you're now with shared people, and at the end of it, you have a cup of coffee. You've now expanded your horizons. Those people know people. They can help you out. So that's a perfect example or examples of taking action. So if you believe that it's possible, then you're going to do things knowing that when you put yourself out there in the world that it will give you an opportunity to meet people. So taking action, the behaviors that we're talking about are things like you're talking about. Could be joining a dating site, um, doing things that you enjoy doing, doing them alone which is nothing wrong with that, although right. some people feel uncomfortable with that, get out of your comfort zone. Uh, take a class. Join Bingo. a meetup group. And if, for those of you who aren't familiar with meetup groups, they're wonderful. They're not dating sites, although they do have some dating or single meetups. But they're just social activities with like-minded people doing things that you like to do. And there's a meetup for everything, whether you want to learn a language or go to special restaurants or drink wine. Uh, you know, pretty much anything, go to films, anything you're interested in, hike, there are meetup groups. And if you just go to meetup.com, it's a great way to get out of your comfort zone, do things that you enjoy doing. You're not doing things to meet people. You're doing things because you are living your life. You're enjoying yourself and you're having an open heart with the possibility for attracting love. Um, And like you said, you know, go to new places, do new things. Those are perfect examples of action steps you can take. You do have to have an open heart or mind. It's okay to feel scared. It's okay to feel doubtful at times. Let's just say that you will. I mean, we all do. Don't let that stop you, right? Have that faith. Be courageous. Shift your focus to feeling positive and loving, Uh, not just towards yourself, but towards others. You know, radiate that love to everyone you meet, everyone you come across. Think of your heart as that, that beam shining on them. Smile at them. What's that going to do? As always, when we're in a state of love, we are feeling more love. So it will make you happier. It will make you more attractive. And it is definitely some steps that you can take to be able to attract love in your life. Exactly. And a lot of people say, well, like, I don't go to, I don't want to go out because all I see is a bunch of couples together. Well, don't go to a place where it's all going to be all couples. The, like you said, every town has either a community college, a high school, or a university that has extension programs that have all these great classes. Like I said, you take a, a, a piano class and there's 10 people, everyone's on the same page. No one's there at Virtuoso. They're there. Why? Because they want to expand their horizons. Now you meet them. They know people, may have re- friends, relatives, whatever, to expand your little circle of friends as well, but you're all on a shared experience. Right. And you're, again, you are creating joy and happiness. You are expanding some knowledge. It's also making you more interesting. So all of these things, you know, again, regardless of whether you attract a partner or not, you're always going to be in a better place. And people always say it. They say, oh, I've decided to give up dating. I'm just going to live my life and be happy. And that's when they find someone. Exactly. That is not an accident. It's because desperation equals frustration. Like you said, it, you reek of it. You walk, how are you doing? What's going on? Hey, that fast, I'm yeah. going to do the hard, fast rush. That may work one out of a hundred times, but no one's going to respond to it. Exactly. Yeah. And again, it's just making sure. So other things that you can, steps that you can take is, again, first, you have to make the space for love. You have to confront and eliminate all your limiting beliefs. All the good ones are taken, all those kinds of beliefs that many of us have. It's what you said, too. I'm trying to remember what it was that you said. She listens very (laughs) attentively, I can tell. 
<laughs> it was so good. I just can't remember it. Um, but you do need to know and believe in your mind and in your heart that you will find love. It's those limiting beliefs. You have to get rid of those. Um, and then you need to set an intention and follow it up with the action, right? So for example, maybe you'll decide to do something every day to get ready for your soulmate or your life partner. So you can make a list of the qualities you're looking for. That's what you mentioned. Um, you can make a list of the qualities you're looking for in a partner, which is a great thing to do. And you can get, get specific, uh, but you know, you'll, I mean, fantasize if you want say Brad Pitt, Charlize Theron, that's <laughs> fine. But then you kind of bring it down and let's put a more realistic point yeah. of view. I mean, but you know, you do want to make sure that he or she. She is available, mm-hmm. single. I mean, right. you know, you, you use need to, use your head. Be com- use some common sense with it. You need to get specific, and then you know the thing I think that a lot of people are aware of when it comes to the law of attraction. And I actually did this years ago. I created the the treasure map, my love treasure map. I'm going to say it worked. You know, I found the love of my life, and that is just really getting pictures and words from magazines and cutting them out and putting it on a piece of, you know, cardboard and hanging it up somewhere that you can see it and be reminded. Again, it's that visualizing and feeling and knowing that that person is there. So it really does help, you know, and again, it, it could be pictures of happy couples. It could be words that describe your soul. It could be words that maybe you want to feel. It could say happy, loved, secure, whatever it is that sort of speaks out to you. And you know, what we talked about before, which is really important is that, you know, once you've done, you've done the work, you've eliminated those beliefs, you've taken some action, you've made your list, maybe you've made your, you know, your vision board, uh, trusting and believing and having faith that your love will come and to choose really not to, not to linger in that wanting and waiting, but instead to choose to, to really just experience that, that state of excitement and anticipation with patience, knowing that it is going to come. Believe, believe in the fact that every day can be a whole new adventure. Every day, anything can happen. It's true. Life can change in a second. Uh, it goes both ways. Exactly. Um, certainly, but it doesn't take much to change it. And again, it's that continued effort, that continued belief, just like you said, like working out, you know, we continue it. We make choices moment by moment, day by day, you know, to eat a little healthier, to work out. And before we know it, not immediately, our bodies look different. And think how great you feel, even if it's 10 minutes, even if it's 10 minutes, at the end of that 10 minutes, you say, okay, I did that today. There's, put the check that, put on a little calendar, a little plus, because right. I did something. And you feel better. And when you feel better, you do things differently. And, you know, a state of, of faith, of hope is essential. If you have no hope and no faith, then you are going to get what it is that you imagine. It's kind of like when people live in fear in their relationships. They live in fear that their partner's going to leave them one way or the other. And they're so fearful of that that they hold on so tightly. And they're not able to truly love because they have their, their guard up, you know, their walls up, that ultimately what they're going to end up is losing their partner. Mm-hmm. So it's what they fear that they actually end up with. They it's hold a, on too tight, become controlling. And the other person says, I'm out of here. Right. It's that self-fulfilling prophecy. So while it may be risky to put your walls down and be vulnerable and love fully, it's always a good move. Whether or not, you know, because you have no control over what your partner does, 
You are in control of your life and how you feel. And chances are you will have a more loving relationship. Exactly. And don't wait for that person to make you feel validated. Every day you can do it for yourself. That's right. Nobody can make us feel anything. And that is really the truth. So let's talk about today's action step because we've talked about action a lot. Here's what's really interesting. Do you know what the last six letters of attraction spell? A T T. <laughs> action. Oh, there it is. The last six letters of attraction spell action. Isn't that amazing? That's fantastic. I love that. So here's the thing where to begin? I'm going to say just begin. Begin anywhere. Just do something. So it's taking those steps. And as you do something that gets you ready for love, you are going to start moving in the right direction. So let me give you some questions you can think about, and that might give you an idea of where you can start. One, do you honestly and truly believe that you can find love and that you're lovable and deserving of love? If not, that's where you need to start doing your work. Do you know the qualities you're seeking in a mate? Again, that's another step you can take. Are you happy and do you love yourself and your own company? Do you enjoy being with yourself? If you don't, then no one else will either. So maybe that's the area you want to work in. Being more, more joyful, loving, you know, really just pleasurable to be around. And is your heart open and free from past hurt and anger? And I mentioned that one because I think that's one that can get in the way of a lot of people. If you're still feeling angry and hurt about a past relationship or a past partner, there is no room for love to fully come in. So you need to work through that and eliminate some of that. And again, the, the book Soulmate Secret really does give you some great action steps you know, more detailed than the ones we're giving in this show to get you there. But this is a good list of things you can look at yourself and go, okay, here's where I need to start. You don't need to do everything. Just start somewhere and just start today. So that's pretty much it. That's all I have to say about I love that. The just law start of somewhere and just start today. And awesome. know that it works. Have faith that it works because it does. And you don't even need to know the how or the why. It's kind of like gravity or, you know, oxygen. We don't need to know all the details of it. It's there. <laughs> Just trust that it's there. So it's been really an interesting topic to talk about because it is something that reminds me how to live my life. And it's something that, again, it doesn't always come naturally. So we do need to put forth that intention and that effort every single day. So next week's show, we're going to be talking about our favorite sexy movie scenes kind of a follow-up to our favorite movies. Yeah. So I'm excited to talk about that. And oh, there's so many good ones. So till next week, thank you all again for listening. We hope that you will subscribe to our show in iTunes and we will be talking to you soon. And don't forget to send us your letters to let us know your questions, your experiences. Absolutely. Lori at drlauriebuckley.com and we will answer those questions and I want to hear your favorite sexy movie scenes and your favorite love movies and how the law of attraction has worked for you and what your experiences have been. So till next week, bye everybody. Take care.